Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian life. No. Christian well, faith, faith and practice. Faith yeah. and practice. I don't remember. It doesn't yeah. matter. My and life. Is, and life. Whatever. It is, from we're just from talk, where? From we're what? We talk about stuff. From uh, a what? Generally from a Reformed Baptist perspective. Good job. Good job. Sometimes it's just our opinions, though. Yep. Just some of the things we think about. Mm. And uh, and today, it's not necessarily coming out of a I know, Reformed and Baptist so, and, perspective. And you are who? Uh, what? Hey, who are you? I'm Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor and author of five volumes. No, don't um, say volumes. Global speaker <laughs> and uh, well, globe, globe-trotting uh, preacher. Actually, yeah, you can and, say that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you can. All around uh, bigwig. Joe well. Thorne. Joe Thorne. Lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship. What's up? Hey, everybody. Hey. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so, yeah, I'm just the uh, the short, angry guy um, <laughs> that's written five tiny books <laughs> that if you tape them all together, it might be as thick as uh, a copy of Table Talk magazine by Legionnaire. Wow, um, Joe. I, why? Come on. Have more confidence. Uh, yeah, I, I have confidence I would, in the Word. I would never talk to you about that. I, don't have I would never make fun of you for your books. Really? What, what wow. do you usually call them? Wow, Joe. You usually call them booklets? You know what, Joe? You, 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 you call my books booklets so much that every listener of D&D <laughs> only refers to my books as booklets. And pamphlets. And pamphlets. It's a little, it's a little demoralizing. It's a little discouraging. I'm like, hey, everybody, I wrote these books. And all the listeners are like, yo, you mean booklets? Pamphlets? Are they stapled together? <laughs> Dude, are those printed off in the church uh, copy room? Yeah, thanks a lot, bro. Yeah, Joe Thorne, self-published author. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you, appreciate bro. You. So um, we're back in the cigar shop. We've got the back We haven't room. left. We, we've been here for a while. We've been banging out some episodes, and we've got the back room all to ourselves. Nobody's been in here, mm. right? Except for Jamie came in, Pastor yeah, Jamie yeah, came yeah. in. Yeah, George uh, Carlin. George, fake George Carlin came in for a bit. Uh, yep. Back episodes. Um, and uh, so it's been a good day, man. We had a good elders meeting. Great meeting. And uh, I love our elders meeting. I, I, I don't think I've ever walked away discouraged from an elders meeting. I always like, man, I love... Well, then you're not paying attention because no, we I have don't. a lot of reproof for you. I'm usually uh, Facebooking. <laughs> I'm usually Facebooking and sending we, you sending you gifts. Yeah, you sent uh, me a lot, a lot of, of gifts, gifts during, during the elders meeting. And you send them back, by the way. Uh, no, uh, come on You want now. me to put a screen grab up? You, um, which one? Of, the la- of tonight. No. Oh, that's what I thought. So, but the elders meeting starts off. I walked us for like a year. I walked us through the 1689, and now we're all taking turns doing devotions. And today, Jimmy did devotions. It was very good. Oh, very, thanks, very Joe. Good Thank out you. of Proverbs 25 because today's yep. 25th. Today, today, you just went with what you were in. Exactly. It was July really 25th. Good. So I went with. Uh, what I'm we in. had staff meeting earlier this week. Pat was on for devotions then. Mm-hmm. So you know, we wind up giving devotions quite a bit. And yeah. what I find. What I have found throughout my life is like, wow, you know what? I've been con- I was converted in 1990. 1990, don't even joke. Well, and Joe, I know, 1890. Wow, Joe. Okay, but well, you're so down on yourself. No, I'm not. No, I'm down on you. So here's the thing: <laughs> uh, a lot of us are called to give devotions, right? Yeah. From time to time. And by devotions, we mean um, a sort of a reading of scripture and an application of scripture to people's lives. Yeah. A lot of us are called to do that in oh, yeah. various contexts. Sometimes with no notice. Oh yeah. Oftentimes with no notice. And even when we are given notice. Sometimes, like Jimmy, forgets that they're on for the elders meeting. Excuse then, me, what are you? Oh, you even? did not even know. It was so obvious. You had that deer in the headlights look like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had that look. And so what we thought. <laughs> well, thankfully, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah, what? Okay, so there might be truth to that. I might have forgot that I was on devotions for the elders meeting, but. You know, here's some tips that we have for putting together devotions. Yeah, we thought, you know, we, we, we do this a lot ourselves. We've done it for years, and we know a lot of you have to do it. And we've seen problems with the way that it's done before. And so we thought, we're going to give you some some simple advice, right? One, two, three, four. Is it five? One, two, three, four. Five, five pieces of advice for giving better devotional yeah. 
uh, giving better devotions, and then we're going to give you something special that's unique oh. to us at the very end. Wait, can we talk about that? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna we can talk about, about our, our yeah, method? Yeah, our, our, our Bible study method. We're going we're gonna to share it. Why All not? right, I guess All we're right. going to share that tonight. Yeah. So, um, so point number one then. Let me talk about this because well, – Before that, you get there, let me just say this. Well, yeah, so when, when even, we talk about No, I'm going to say something first. Even so when – no, even, even when you are on schedule and you know or you should know that you're up frequently – you, you don't know because you didn't pay attention like Jimmy or me. I, in fact, I usually, I oftentimes don't know that I'm on for devotions, but um, we're still able to do it and you still can do it. Jimmy, please lead us into this with number one because this is a really important. This principle. is actually, yeah, really important. So even if you're, you, you forget because of number one, you're always going to, you're going to be ready. Or if you're called upon suddenly. So exactly. Uh, because you should always be in the word. Right. And you should always be prepared. Right. And I think that's really important because when we're doing devotions, it's not just like, all right, at least for me personally, I'm not out trying to find something, something special. Well, I'm going to find something really good for oh, this guy. No, no. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about what God is teaching me already. Exactly. I'm going to expound upon what I'm learning and what I'm studying in my own personal devotions. So right. for a time at staff, it would always be something from First Timothy right. or Second Timothy because that's what I was studying and going right. through. And you were doing that with your wife, I think. Right? Exactly. Yeah. We were going through that. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to talk about that. So this is where I think for me it helps is journaling, mm-hmm. right, is, is part of journaling and uh, writing in your Bible is I sit there and when I'm doing my morning devotions – I'm, I'm already kind of preparing a devotion, not because I'm preparing it for somebody else, but because I'm preparing it for me. If you're always in the Word, you're always prepared, right? Because like, cause if, you, if you're doing this right, and we're going to talk about some things to do here. If you're doing this right, you're always going to have something to share because like Jimmy said, it's what you're learning. And I, I heard somebody else say this. We say it all the time at Redeemer. If you want to feed other people, you got to feed them with what's growing in your life, right? Mm. So the fruit that's growing, the things that you're learning, that's what you share with others because yeah. you're passionate about it, you yep. know it well, and you're able to do it. And somebody once said um, recently, and I don't, I don't remember where I heard it, but somebody said, if you're always prepared, you never have to prepare. Right, and I really like that idea. Right, mm. if you're always prepared, if you're always ready, then when it, when you're called upon, boom, you're good to go. I'm good to go. Yeah. So always be in the word. That's number one. Number two. So hold on. Along with that, then is oh, I thought we were going on number two. Well, sorry. sorry. Along no, it's with okay. always. No, I, I was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. No, it's fine. Is, no big deal. I, no, I, no, I really want to hit on this yeah, though. Hit on it. I want to hit on. Okay. Uh, it's fine. Is as Joe's talk about when you're always prepared, you never have to prepare, and that also means then. Um, be intentional. Be intentional in like as you're studying, as you're doing your devotions. It's not just was it plop it in, flops open, right? Right. It's drop it's, and flop. Drop and flop. Thank you. It's not just drop and flop, but it's it's you're going through something yeah. systematically yeah. or intentionally. You've got to plan ahead of time. I like that. Um, systematically or intentionally, I like that. Yeah, and so that you're you're consistently then. Yeah. Bam! Oh, I got all. The, I got Man, all the these. Uh, you're consistently then in the word studying for yourself. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's really good because um, if you're if you don't have a plan, you know what it is. You're you not plan to fail. It. Yeah, right. You're, you're, it's not going to happen. Yeah, fail to plan, plan to fail. So always be in the word, right? And therefore always be prepared. Number two, distill the main idea. Like in your, if you're in any given passage of scripture for your devotional time, you should be able to figure out like what is the one thing in this passage yeah. that I am going to focus on that I think is the focus that the author has what is the one main thing that is really confronting me mm-hmm. um, you know you you have to distill it down to one thing because that one thing that you're learning is going to be the one thing that you share with other people oh yeah even if you have multiple subpoints of application we'll and we'll get into that 
it is um, it is important that you have one unifying idea. And so we would just encourage you guys, if you're going to give a devotion, um, it's going to happen more easily when you've been in the Word yeah. and you have been able to, in your most recent or in one of the most recent times you've been in the Word, you have one main idea that you're like, wow, this is what God's been hitting me with, mm-hmm. and I'm going to share this one thing with other people. And this is important to note, right? Like, So it, just because you've been called upon to give a devotion uh, in a particular context on a particular day, doesn't mean you're going to go to that day. Maybe you'll go two days ago. Maybe oh, you'll yeah, be like, exactly. oh, hey, I've been in the Word so much lately, I'm going to pull back from a few days because that's been the thing that's been kind of resonating. That's been yeah, rattling around in my head. And so uh, I think, Joe, this is something that's just not a practice that we, we – uh, that we keep for devotions, but this is also in sermon prep. I mean, Joe talks about it as a sermon summary when we're talking about the Sunday morning. Uh, Haddon Robinson talks about the the big idea, right? What's the question being asked and what's the answer right. uh, to that question? And so, you know, every time you're, you're approaching scripture, you're looking for that. You're looking for right. what is the main idea? What is the question being asked and what is the answer to that question? Right. What is the problem? What is the solution? There so you go. way to think about it, right? Yep. So, and these are just basically uh, preaching uh, principles, right? So when you read Haddon Robinson or Brian Chapel, yeah. it's all the, the, this. That's kind all of what thing. they're talking about, or, or, or you know, because because you're just preaching to yourself when you're doing devotions. You right, should Joe? be right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, you can stop, head on over to the website. <laughs> you can go to you don't Crossway. Have that book there. No, we'll you go Crossway. Yeah, you yeah. can go to Crossway.com. Let's go to Amazon. And Amazon. Go to Amazon. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and link to it. Yeah, we'll link to it. That way we get the Amazon kickback. That's it. That way you can go ahead and grab "Note to Self" by Joe Freaking Thorne. All right, it's it's uh you know it's gold. It's it's a gold fifty pages uh, stapled together and photocopied <laughs> in the church. Joe, it's really basement. good. Um, that was my. You know what though? That that I read that book when uh, we were considering coming uh, yeah, yeah. coming to Redeemer. I mean, your wife read it to you. Okay, okay. Always be in the Word. That's number one. Number two, distill the main idea. Number three, address points of application that relate to your life, and then mm. you can expand that to others. So, Jimmy, um, if you once you get the main idea. Uh, what does it mean to address points of application to your life? Yeah, I, I look at it and I go, okay, where are the things that this passage is talking about that addresses maybe a faith issue? Maybe mm-hmm. it addresses a, an obedience issue right. uh, in my life. And so I'll start thinking through, like, what, is that, what does this mean for me? Because if it's got to start with ourselves uh, before we start you know, expanding it to others, right? Right, right. And, <clears throat> so I'll ask those questions of myself. Where's my faith weak? Where's my obedience lacking? Where's where's my piety just uh, um, lacking, I guess, you know, again, with that word. Um, and then once, I'm, once I've done that then, once I've dealt with my sin issue, once I've dealt with my heart, then I begin to say, okay, I'm not the only one, right? right. Like, I'm not the only one in this. And so then I start thinking through, well, it, it, this one now is more, I think, context, Joe. Mm-hmm. It depends on who you're speaking to, right? So yeah. I'm speaking, you know, tonight I was speaking to other elders. So then I'm kind of talking about them. Uh, I'm expanding it to others um, in the way that for the current passage I was looking at, uh, shepherding mm-hmm. those that, that are under their care. And you did a really good job because you, you start, even then, you don't always do this, but Jimmy started with himself and says, here's where I fail in this, right? And you can do that in a more personal context, right? You oh, know, yeah. You can do I it. wouldn't do that on a Sunday morning. Right. So, uh, so Jimmy, well, maybe you would. I mean, sometimes it's good to share. Where well, sometimes tells. I just cry. but yeah, you know, Sometimes you just cry uh, a lot, and then we have to- like, Stop it. it. <laughs> so Jimmy does. He's a, Jimmy is a cry. So, no, but Jimmy, you, you started with yourself and said, here's where I fail, and I want you guys to hold me accountable with this, because here's the principle that we all need to be living yeah, for, yeah. and then you opened it up. It was really good. So, yeah, I think that, and you know, you could even summarize all of this by where do I need to repent? Where do I need to obey? That's good. Like, yeah. What do I need to do uh, proactively? Number one, two, three, four, keep it brief. 
Uh, go ahead, Joe. Say it. No, no, no. You, you're go not ahead. You weren't, you weren't too long. This time. People sometimes go along with the devotions, and usually it's a sign of lack of preparation or lack of confidence. Don't, you don't, if it's good, button it up. You know, end on a high note. I'm out. Just go. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Let the word do the thing. Listen, it's possible to make a really good point and then to belabor that point so much that people just want you to shut up and they're no longer thinking about what you were saying. Is that your way of uh, correcting me right now? Who am I looking at right now? (laughs) (laughs) No, man. It's for for real. Like, and so I've been there where I used to have a pastor, man, and he would have a good message at 30 minutes and then at, 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 Minute 50, he's still going, and I just wanted him to be quiet. I just like, stop talking. I no longer <laughs> care anymore. You've gone too long. And now some guys can go 50 minutes, and it's great. So keep it brief just as a general principle. But we've got a, we've got a, a fifth principle, Jimmy, that is important because people oh, do this I, all this, the time. This one annoys me the most. Right. <clears throat> and we all, we all have done this, too. Yeah. Be confident and don't apologize. Sorry. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I, did, I only had a few moments. This is really bad. It's going to be really bad. Hey, guys. I want to apologize for not preparing ahead of time. Yeah, you know what? You know, don't even listen to this. Just get on your phone and play with your apps. It's, That's it's, just it. You know. like, here's the thing. I actually find it really insulting when someone says that. When someone apologizes ahead of time, I think I'm all, already thinking to myself, and maybe this is my sin issue here, but I'm already thinking Probably. to myself, like, all right, come on now, guy. Like, I'm here. I'm ready to listen. Don't apologize. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be engaged. Uh, I put forth the time. Like I'm one. I'm expecting that you know you're just going to share with what's going on in your heart. Don't apologize for that. Why you apologize? Listen again. Some of us have self-esteem issues. Some of us uh, maybe don't have a, a great thing. But if you're always in the word, then you will always have something to share. You will always listen. I know. I, I hear people say this all the time. Well, what do I have to share? Well, obviously you're not in the word. Because if you were in the Word, doing the work, then you would have something to share yeah. because God's teaching you something. So teach others what you're learning. and t- t- So you can be confident, not because your devotion is awesome. No, because it, because know, the Word is awesome. That's it. Because God's Word. So be confident and don't apologize to say, here's what I got for you. You're not going to be long. You're going to keep it brief. You're going to make your one point. You're going to make points of application. You're going to get out. It's going to yeah. be great. People are going to love it. Even when people just say, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to read from the Valley of Vision. Yeah, great. And I'm going to give a couple thoughts. Bam. Boom. Good. You've done that? I've done that? It's I've great done that. Stuff. It's great, yeah. And listen, really, sincerely, if you, if you have nothing, right? Because maybe you're in a place where you just, you're just like, I don't have anything. Fine. Read Romans 8 and close in prayer. Bam. You don't have to apologize for that. Nope. So you know what I'm going to do? You know, I don't really feel confident right now. I've had a rough week. But you know what's going to be great? Romans freaking 8. You know who I always look forward to who does devotions? Uh, I, I always look forward to when Jake... Yeah, at staff meeting yeah. does does devotions. Yeah. He's our uh, uh, youth youth minister. Yeah, <clears throat> I always love when he does devotions because he's he's you know when he does his devotions he's you know either reading a passage or reading from a book that he's mm-hmm. going through, and he reads it, gives a couple thoughts, and then done done done. And it's 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 authentic. It's, it's clear, real. Like this has been in his he's th- this issue has been in his business. This truth has been in exactly. His life. I love I love when he does devotions. I always take pictures when he's doing devotions. Yeah, I mean, I just, I love it. I mean, other people, when they do devotions, Joe. Yeah, uh, just Jake. I, yeah, just Jake. I, I, I'm we all just, take pictures. I, I kind of wish every time Jake, you know, Joe or somebody, uh, just Joe, does devotions, that it would actually be Jake. Yeah, because Jake not only is authentic, but he's handsome. 
You ever notice how fit Jake is? And he's like, he sits there with his tight t-shirt on. He'll buy smalls like, you know, Theo Fit does. And he stretches. <laughs> he starts stretching. Like, you ever notice that? How like skinny fit people stretch a lot? They like wear the tight t-shirt and they're always stretching. Yeah, so we don't do that. No, we're always pulling our shirt out. We pull our shirt away <laughs> from our stomach. It's too close to me. Don't, don't notice my belly. And then the, the, the people that are like always stretching and pushing out their frame. You ever notice that? Jake no, does that. I, I don't watch dudes. Yeah, oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You totally do. All right, so here's the thing. What we thought we would do, Jimmy and I have been working on this for a long time. Um, it is a way that we encourage other people to be reading the Bible. I just want to apologize for this, guys. This is not really, really good, so you can just tune out now. Thanks for listening. Social media, at Doc and Dew. So um, it's, it's what we call the ransom Bible study or Bible reading method. Um, and it's just a way for you to read the scripture and get more out of I it. I love this. I'm, so, I'm glad we're actually talking about this. So we've been working on this for a while. We've talked about it. We've taught on it. Um, but we haven't released it at large yet. And we'll, we'll eventually do this in a formal way. But we'll just give you a tiny taste of it right now. Yeah. Right? So we call it the ransom Bible study method. Because, and this is the way we, every day. Yes. This is how we read scripture. This yeah. is what we do. Um, and so ransom is an acrostic. Every letter stands for a word. And so Thanks our, for defining a, a, an acrostic. Well, Continue. you know, some of our listeners, they're from Canada. So you got to <laughs> break things down for them. <laughs> it just made me so happy. <laughs> All right. So, Joe, start with R. All right, R-A-N-S-O-M, R, ransom, stands for read. Read the passage, obviously. Now, I know that this is obvious, but we want you to read it thoughtfully. We want you to read it um, over and over and over again. Whether you're looking at one verse or a paragraph or a chapter, read it multiple times. It's really important to do that. So read the passage thoughtfully. Um, That's going to set you up for everything else that we're going to do. Yep. Uh, A, ask. You want to ask questions of the passage. And so oftentimes I'm asking questions like, uh, what is, what does this passage talk? Like, what is it saying about God? What is it saying about me? What is it saying about my relationship with God? Exactly. What, uh, uh, what doctrine is it talking about, right? Like I'm asking all these questions of the passage of what, what is this certain word or key phrase? Mm-hmm. You know, what's it, uh, uh, what's it trying to highlight right. in this, right? What, what are the things that I have believed in that need to change? Right. Like, what's being challenged in my life right now? The, the, the questions that you ask are critical. Now, we normally have a whole bunch of questions that to give you. We're just kind of teasing it right now. But you want to you do, do that. So read, ask, N stands for note. And there's two ways in which we talk about this. One is you want to note particular doctrines yeah. that, are, that are being emphasized or are being um, at least implied. That's right. Note those doctrines. And by note, we also mean get out a pencil, son, or or girl, um, you know, get out a pencil, get out your journal and start writing these things down because that's going to help you uh, with the S and the O and the M coming up later here. Um, but you, you, you want to be able to articulate, you want to be able to identify what yeah. you're reading, yeah. you want to be able to articulate it, which leads to S. S, you want to be able to summarize this. What's, as we kind of talk about uh, before, distill the main idea, exactly. have one point, you want to be able to summarize uh, this passage in a way like in your own words, right? You want to be able to take exactly. it and say, okay, what is this passage that in a nutshell, mm-hmm. if someone asked me thumbnail sketch, if someone is asking me, okay, what does succinct Proverbs, you know, 25, 11 to 14, right? What does that mean? I got to be able to go, bam, here is what this passage means. And you can only do that when you've been reading it multiple times, asking the questions, uh, noting things, like being able to summarize it means you've really begun to understand the passage. Exactly, yep. All right, and so 
after you're able to summarize it, then you want to obey. Oh, right. You want to obey this passage. In other words, where do I need to repent in light of what I'm seeing here? What do I need to believe? What do I need to start doing? Uh, What are the implications for me? Right. That's the real question. Like, because you ought to be dialing in on the truth of God as it relates to you. You shouldn't even be thinking about anybody else yet. You should only be thinking about what is God calling me to believe or to do right now. And so, again, as you're journaling out these things, as you're being forced to articulate these things, uh, you want to know how to obey them. And as you're doing this, and journaling in particular, it not only helps you to clarify for yourself, it then enables you to clarify this for other people. Oh, yeah. If the reason you can't share, share what you're learning with other people might be because you're not noting, you're not summarizing, right? You're not obeying. As you're doing those things, you're going to be able to share. So when somebody asks you, what's God teaching you? You can just go right to what you've been in. That's and you right. can do that if you're using the ransom method. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> and then M, finally, uh, meditate. Meditate. <laughs> meditate. Uh, I mean, pray about this, right? Like, end in prayer. Pray about, uh, like, as Joe's talking about, the things you got to repent of, the things you need to obey of, or, um, obey about, right? Uh, and then take it with you throughout the rest of the yeah, day, right? Yeah. That's the important part. I mean, just that whole idea of like chewing scripture over, chewing this, uh, chewing over this, chewing this truth, chewing over. the cud of scripture. There you go. Thank you. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Throughout the day, you should be thinking about this. You should be meditating on this, um, and not in some weird, you know. I'm not talking about some some Eastern way, right? I'm talking about you're not emptying your mind. You're filling your mind. Exactly, you're filling your mind with scripture uh, and and doctrine and truth, and so you you should be reflecting upon this throughout the day. I mean, there's often times yeah. when I'm I'm I've done a devotion in the morning and and I'm I'm thinking through, I'm thinking through that passage. I'm thinking through the summary. I'm thinking through. Uh, what do I need to like the the obey section of it, and I'm repenting consistently throughout the day, and I'm praying and I'm saying, oh Lord, I'm I'm uh, you know this is not the way I am, right? Like I'm, right. I got to continue to repent and to ask for forgiveness and to uh, to ask for uh, the Spirit of God to change my heart so that I would obey. You know, in um, I, I've written about this in you know some of my many books. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've written about this in this way that you can't always be in the Word, but you can always have the Word in you, right? And 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 that's what meditation is. Even if you only have five minutes, like I used to write off my devotions, like okay, listen, I want to have thirty minutes, and if I can't have, but I woke up late and now I've only got fifteen minutes, not enough time. I'm out. I'm gonna five do minutes, it. not enough time. What's wrong with us? Like you. Five minutes is enough. Five minutes is enough for you to sit down, prayerfully consider the Word of God, and like then that, you take it with you throughout the day, like Jimmy's saying. So the Word is in you for the rest of the day. Some people will take their Bible. Some people will print it out. They'll have an app. They'll have There's all kinds of apps that remind you and have you memorize verses. You can take it with you throughout the day so that it's always with you and you're benefiting yeah. from it throughout the day. And personally, for me, because I, uh, I always use a, a notebook, right? I always have my journal with me for all my other tasks and, and you know, notes throughout the day. I start off my day with writing out the passage, yeah. and that's how I'm, I'm really good. At I'm it. going through it all, or maybe you don't write out all of Proverbs 25. You probably write out. I just write out that one verse. set, the key verses that I'm, I'm focusing on, right? Um, and so as I'm going through, I'm always kind of seeing that one passage. I'm always right. seeing it, um, and even just continually to jot down notes and, and thoughts that are going, you know, that that are coming in my head. And there are key ways for you to meditate, right? So some of us need reminders. You can set reminders on your phone that will say, "Hey." 
time to get out that passage again. Yeah. Some people yeah. actually like every time I go to the bathroom, and like for some of us with tiny tanks, that's a lot. Um, like Joe every, every time I go to the bathroom, like go ahead, bust it out, man. Bust out that scripture. Read about it. Think about it. There are when you're in the car. Like there, there's there are times during the day when you don't like Brian. Pastor Brian just made a joke about like I ain't got time to Facetime anybody unless I'm on the potty. That he said, yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. time I have time to FaceTime. The point is, like, you will find... Poor Brian. Poor Brian. I can't believe he said you know, that. He said it. I'm just, I'm but just I can't believe him. you said oh, what I'll he share said. what he said. Oh, no, you can't. Come on. sacred in the elders meeting. Yes, there is. Okay, only other people's problems. <laughs> OPP. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. <laughs> so you can, you, you can do this, guys. Yeah. We, we can do this. And so listen. If this is how we're approaching scripture, the ransom method, trademark. If you're if you're using the ransom method, <laughs> what you're doing is you're engaging the scripture at an intense level, whether you've got a little bit of time or a lot of time, and that if you're doing this, you can give a devotion at the top of a hat. And I would say you can preach with very little notice. Because oh, I agree. You've, you've been in the word. You don't have to steal John Piper. Hey, pastors, stop oh, stealing don't. John Piper's sermon. Gosh. All kinds of, all oh. you fools. A lot of you guys have stole John Piper and oh. other people, Matt Chandler, Mark well, Driscoll. You guys steal, and then you get in trouble because you get busted. No, but even then, though, but why, though? I just don't understand why. They're not smart. Who, no, I just don't no, get it, it, do it. it. Here's the thing. If you're smart, you steal from a Puritan that nobody's read. Okay? No, 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 you shouldn't even be stealing. No, you should, I'm just saying, but you're not even smart enough to do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't steal. If I'm you're in the why, word, you have something to share. I know that that's just it. That's why it just it bothers me. It bothers me, and I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Here's what I would that's rather. A, that's a pet hey, peeve. Hey, guy leading the devotion. Hey, pastor at the church that I'm visiting. I would rather hear 20 minutes from you, yeah, than an hour of you stealing from somebody else because it's going to be better coming from you. It's oh, gonna, exactly. What you are learning is always going to be better. Absolutely. So absolutely. You can give a devotion that's going to be great. You can preach a sermon that's going to be great. And it's going to be better than you stealing from anybody else if you've been in the Word, like you, you're prepared because you've been in the Word. It doesn't have to be an awesome sermon. It just has to be the truth of God. If you can distill the main idea, address some points of application, and keep it brief, be confident, don't apologize, man, everybody's going to be happy and they're going to be impacted. They're going to, they're going to walk away going, I'm so glad that brother or that sister led devotions because now like, I've got something to really think about. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content when available. Later.